Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to Parenting the Adlerian Way. I'm your host, Adlerian family counselor and parenting expert, Allison Schaefer. Each week, I answer your burning parenting questions to help reduce the stress of parenting one tip at a time. We'll explore Adlerian psychology together and learn methods of child guidance for raising a happy, confident, capable, resilient child. Hi, it's Allison. Welcome back to the podcast. I have another great guest interview for you today. I'm excited to introduce you to Cameron Davis. I'm going to disclose before I read his formal bio that I've actually known Cameron, even though we haven't really had the opportunity to kind of sit down and get into a deep conversation like we're about to today. So I'm super excited about this. Um, But I know his mom, I know his family, and we do have some history here. So full disclosure on that part. But let me impress upon you this incredible human being who we're going to spend some time with today, and that is Cameron Davis. He is 17 years old, and he has made a name for himself as an activist, an athlete, an entrepreneur, a teen traveler, a content creator, and a role model for youth. He's co-founded a youth-led organization to advocate for the needs of the many on allyship and issues pertaining to the black community. He's established a platform on his YouTube channel, Kemi D., and other media publications like CTV, The Social, Metro Morning, where he raises awareness on social issues and his experiences with travel. He's received community praise and awards on his commitment to bettering his community, and he uses his clothing brand, 721merch.ca, to raise money for disenfranchised youth and to solve international issues that pertain to negativity. He hopes to one day be a global leader for Canada and have the ability to better everyone's lives on an international level. Oh my gosh, Cam, thank you for being on my podcast. Thanks so much for having me. It's an amazing opportunity. Uh, you know, I, again, I've been watching you sort of from the sidelines for, for a lot of years. Um, and I think maybe the beginning of the story here for, for, for parents and one thing that you really wanted to talk about in terms of how you've come to doing all the activities that you're doing today is that you have a very unique family in that how many parents book a year off of their life to go travel the world. I mean, 
tell me about that experience and how that shaped you. Yeah, definitely. So the first thing, the trip wasn't for me. I'm always told again and again that it was for them and their experience, but I gained so much from it because I was for a year out of school, homeschooled, where we traveled to 29 different countries on six out of the seven continents. And in that time, in that year, I met new people, I made new friends all across the globe. And that type of impression that you get really broadens your mindset. And when I was able to come back to Canada and come back to school in the third grade, it really changed my perspective on one of the educations that I had now and how I was going to be able to make the world a better place in the future. Well, you've really committed to making the world a better place. Did you see things that made you feel like that the world uh, needed help? I mean, how much was despair and how much was eye opening? What did you see out there that that called you to want to be a change maker? I think it was the vast differences that you could see. Well, with travel, you, know, you notice the similarities that you have with other kids around the world, but you also notice the differences. I went to places in different countries that had very, very severe poverty issues, very severe hunger issues. And because of that, I realized how grateful I was to be one of Canadian citizens, someone who had these resources that not everyone had access to, but also the need to advocate for these people, because if I don't, I feel like who else is going to? When did it turn into actually like activism for you? And, and how much of that was just your own sort of internal need to, to turn some of these ideas into, into action? And how much of that was like spurred on by the adults that were supporting you? Because I know many people, there's probably more parents listening to this podcast than youth. Um, so I both, I want, I want the parents to hear the youth, but I also know that they're kind of going, how do I have a kid like Cam? You know, I mean, what can I do to be supportive? Cause you know, you've, you've, you've done so much. Yeah. My parents have always been really supportive of everything that I've done. Uh, they thought at first I, I won't, I won't lie. I thought it was too much to handle, but they, they reassured me that if I really wanted to do it, um, I could get it done just because I have that type of mindset. But for my activism career, it really started in the 10th grade. So there was a racist teacher at my school and they kind of flunked me on this culminating. And after I, I, I spoke to them about it and taught to them about the issues of the mindset that they had, my parents told me uh, and suggested that I speak at a Markham uh, Black Lives Matter protest. And at this protest, I shared my views of being a Black teenager in Canada. I then posted that same speech onto YouTube and it went viral. And then after that, I got lots of uh, opportunities to speak on racism. And I changed my or modified my type of activism from just racism to try using my travel experiences to advocate for different needs, different communities and stuff like that, which is what I do with my clothing brand, 721E1Merch.ca. Yeah. So just so, so parents know, I mean, you, you, you alluded to it, but I want to really sort of just make sure that people understand the significance of that first event. I mean, you had a teacher in your school that says that there was no racism in Canada. Yeah. And, 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 and you, you had to go educate the educators. Yes, I did. Uh, they, the, the way it started was, uh, we did, this, we did this project on police carding in Markham. And I made this petition with my group to discuss like how we can get this into parliament so that becomes an actual law for my civics class. And my teacher told me that uh, this, this topic that they approved before wasn't necessary because there's no racism in Canada. And even though they said this, they were giving kids in the same group as me 90s, whereas I got lower marks. And it was like, this, is, this isn't adding up there's something wrong here. So then I got my parents involved, my principal involved, et cetera. 
And you, and you took action. I mean, that's what activism is. Activism is finding your voice and saying not okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you do it in a way, and this is what I really love about your brand. If I, I mean, you're a person, but you're a brand. You get what I'm saying there. I don't mean, I don't mean to. That's a compliment. That's a compliment that you're a brand. Um, but but part of what you're really putting out into the world is activism, but really with optimism. You have you you cite many reasons why it's hard to be black youth in 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 Markham or in Canada, um, and and you. you I thought that was such a compelling speech, as you say, that went viral. And we'll put a link to it so that people have an opportunity to watch it directly themselves. Um, but yet, for all the poverty that you saw, for all the discrimination that you see in Markham, you still have an optimistic outlook. You, you, you're not discouraged by the challenge ahead of you to work towards equality and, and to change white privilege in this, in this culture. So how do you keep the optimism? How do you, uh, how do you keep spreading that positive side of the message? I think it's because of my own mindset. And this is something that I've learned recently. But at first, I always thought it's just better to educate others than to either shun them or quote unquote cancel them because that doesn't really do much except exclude them and kind of forces them to either keep their own values and not really change. So I'm always very fond of education. I know that everyone makes mistakes. And with my mindset, at least, if I were to make a mistake, I'm willing to learn from it. So that optimism just comes from the ability to learn from your past mistakes. And that's why I'm so eager to educate others. Because if I do make a mistake, I'd want the same people do the same to me, to educate me so that I could be the best person that I could be. And that's why I guess my, my type of brand is to educate people and with that optimism to kind of convince or persuade them that they could be the best person that they could be. And so do you think some of that ties back to the travel then, Cam, like in terms of like, you must have seen other cultures around the world that live very differently, that just pure ignorance from, from never having been exposed to different cultures and different ways of living that, you know, we are also on the ignorance side of a million different cultures, let alone <laughs> the ones that make up a great part of our population here in Canada. A hundred percent. I do think that everyone has a bit of ignorance inside of them. And it's really important that we acknowledge this ignorance so that we can learn and so that we can be the best, be our best selves. But it's more like with travel, I realized that the similarities that we have as humans outweigh those differences. These same we have similar ideologies. And even though we have different our cultures, religions, and uh, character traits, we still, at the end of the day, have certain similarities that we all uh, enjoy. And we have to really emphasize on these similarities to make that connection so that we can, so we can then make change. And, you know, and when we were getting ready for this interview, you said that one thing that you wanted to really uh, make sure that people understood was that you had your own journey of connecting with your culture and your identity and wanting to celebrate that. And that was a big that was a part of your process, too. So, like, tell us a little bit about that story in your life. With my own experiences with, like, my culture, I think it stems from one, when I was learning about um, black history it was when I first started learning about Black history in Canada. It wasn't taught to me in school. So I had the experience to go to Chatham-Kent. I had the experience to go to, we'll focus on Chatham because uh, there's different places in Chatham. And with, with that experience, I learned uh, about different activists, different abolitionists, how the Underground Railroad came from the United States to here and like kind of my history as a Black Canadian. But then I also learned that 
that's not being taught in schools. So I realized that with that like type of community building that I have now with my activism and being in these different programs, I still wanted to learn how I could implement this into other people's minds. So that's why I kind of, uh, I use my YouTube channel to advocate for these things as well. So, but then things jumped up quickly for you to the international stage, right? Didn't you, weren't you just uh, doing some things in Denmark and with the UN? Like, uh, how do we, tell me the story of how things moved out of Markham. (laughs) Uh, And then you connected with some other, other, other youth activists from other countries. Yeah. So that kind of pathway started when I started getting into politics a bit. I joined different youth councils. I was on, um, I'm on Mayor Scarpetti's youth council. I was with Paul Calandro on a youth council. And then I did Marcy Ian's uh, MC, MP, Marcy Ian, uh, federal youth council. And after that, I saw this application to go to the Children's General Assembly, the Children's General Assembly in Denmark. And what that program basically is, is you get kids from all around the world. And last year it was 20 kids. And I was one of the 20 kids selected to go to Denmark after I was one of 80 kids select to participate in the program. So after six weeks of meetings, we then got flown out to Denmark and I did a speech on the topic of the digital divide. And I presented that to ambassadors from all around the world. And we sent a manifesto written from the 20, the 80 kids of the program to the United Nations. And this year we're doing it again, except there's 80 kids coming to Denmark this time. And I'm the host for this program. Oh, that's am- that's amazing. So I didn't hear the I didn't hear that follow on part, but but I have to tell you again, you know, just to, for for people that are listening, uh, I do know your mom, and when she talks about, it, she goes, I don't know. He, she, your mom is not sitting there submitting these applications. She's like, I don't know. Cam came to the dinner table. He told me that he's going to Denmark. Like you are. I just want to really emphasize the fact that you are really a self uh, determined, self directed person. And yes, you have your your parents' support, but they are by by no means uh, leading your charge you are your own person doing this on your own right these are 100 your accolades and it's just it's just amazing you must feel so um uh, uh, the sense of pride to know that you could have a voice with the un from the work that you've done that just that just has to feel like it's culminating in 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 you know like the snowball that finally hits momentum where you're going to have an impact yeah yeah it's it's especially cool because uh, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Politics is something that I love, even though I don't like the controversial parts of it. But um, making change is something that I love. And being able to do this at such a young age is really eye-opening for me. And I love it even more because of the experiences that I've had with travel from the past. It makes it so much more real and worthwhile for me. At the, at the, inter- at the international level yeah. that you're re- yeah you're reaching out around the globe with other people it's yeah it's amazing so how, so when did the clothing line uh, uh, get launched and and tell me the origin of the name 721 yeah yeah so it's been a year now it launched last july july 21st and the reason I had the idea of making a clothing brand that stood to uh, advocate for equity on an international level because my two things are activism, helping raise money for disenfranchised youth and being that type of uh, advocate for that issue as well. But it was also to connect people from around the world on the issues of uh, discrimination and harassment and hate 
but focusing on what connects us, which is love, peace, and harmony. So spreading that positive message at an international level. So the clothing brand Seven to One aims to connect the seven continents from around the world to advocate for issues on our one world, which is Earth. And uh, that 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 type of um, idea, I think, is a really good one because we have to focus on our similarities more than differences, and we also have to focus on ways to connect youth and adults because when we're connected issues become less issues, right? If we can talk about it, if we can network and we could utilize each other's voices, each other's minds, they'll be so much more easier to solve. So I was saying the name wrong, which is why I missed the point of the name of the company. So I apologize for that. So seven to one, I don't know. I, I can, Bing, 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 bing. Okay. I'm a little, slow to the, I'm a little slow to the party. I'm a little, I'm a little older. So give me, give me some patience there. Um, I love that. I think that's so, so beautiful. And I'm, I'm so thrilled that you're able to continue connecting internationally with these people. If there's somebody who is um, feeling like they want to join or start growing their activism, I mean, it's, it's uh, not everybody's going to go all the way up to the UN and international conferences, but that's not to dissuade people from doing their, their local piece, their school piece, mm-hmm. their, even their, their piece at home, speaking up when their parents say something that's ignorant or whatever. What's your message to young people to try to encourage them to feel that every little bit matters? I think it starts with the parents. Parents need to be open to having open and civil discussions with their kids. And with this being in mind, you're raising kids that will then have open and civil discussions with other kids and being able to do that properly without getting um, mad or um, even though it's very emotional topics, without getting too emotional or too emotionally invested, it, it it will... be able, you'll be able to educate your kid if they say something that is ignorant, or you'll be able to learn from your kid if they're challenging your beliefs in a positive way. Because the baseline thing is no one should be hated on, no one should be discriminated against solely for their skin color, their gender, their sexual orientation, anything. And if we can have those conversations at a young age, then you're going to be raising a kid that will have those conversations with other kids. And that's the important part. The, the the linking together and to find those other people. I, I you know I spent a lot of time in in my practice trying to help kids find you know their people, the people that want to talk like this, the people that want to do this kind of work. Did you find that there was like certain organizations or certain online like how, how did you how did you find other youth that wanted to work in this vein? Because you know there is kind of a there is also a part of of adolescent youth culture that's pretty toxic and awful too you know Mm -hmm. and you can get sucked into that and get a uh and and say i I don't want to participate in this so how do you how do you find those like-minded people that want that more optimistic activism more more egalitarian respectful kind of interactions where are they how do you find them a great question. I suggest if uh, if you're in Markham or if you're hearing this podcast near me, applying for BYR Youth, that's the perfect way to get started. It's the organization that I co-founded. And there's a lot of like-minded, optimistic youth there. But at the end of the day, it's just, if you're an optimistic person, you'll find other optimistic people, right? That type of what you put out in the universe where you'll come back to you is something that I live by. And I think that if you're an optimistic person willing to learn from your mistakes and willing to advocate for change, then you'll find those people. And if you can't find it in your community, then start it. Be willing to like take the first step and you'll get kids or adults or mentors that are willing to help you along the way, which is what happened to me and my peers. 
I, I you know, that whole idea of um, just get started. You know, you, you, if you can't find the people, be the people. <laughs> just get yeah. started. Just get started. You know, you, if I understand your life story right, you didn't you didn't go into this having the the big end goal you just started where you were and said that was an important thing to do i mean of course <laughs> it's exploded and it's been amazing um but you would i think you would have done exactly the same steps and actions just because they were the right things to do for you regardless of, of where yeah. it went or of, of how of how big it went yeah definitely i think that if i Maybe I don't know what it is about me, but it's just if I think that something there's an issue that I really want to fix, I can't wait to fix it. I just start it. And even though that might not be the best idea for the long run, it's something that I'm willing to do and it's working for now. So I'm just going to keep on doing it. Yeah. I mean, I, oh my gosh, I was looking at your 2018 YouTube video on um, being bullied online. <laughs> and it's like, and you know, I don't know how many people saw that video, maybe more now that you've got a bigger platform or whatever. But the point was you took it upon yourself as, as a, I don't know how old you were in 2018 to give these great tips to do this great videography. And who cares how many people saw it was the right thing to do. And of course, you know, people did see it, but I, I don't yeah. think it, it's not like you would have said, oh, only 18 people liked it. I think I'll stop putting out, you know, content. No, you were just like, you were in it for Definitely. the right reasons. And that, that internal motivation is just so apparent when you, when you meet you, you're so in it for the value of it. It's not about the likes, the followers or, you know, whatever. This is a, this is a mission piece of work for you. Yeah. And I think kids need to hear that because people get caught up. I was definitely caught up in how many subscribers I have when I was younger, but now it's just one, this is going to be so cool to look back on when I'm older and just see like the amount of things that I've done. And even if I do have kids, show my kids that, you know, just show that like legacy. But if I, if, uh, if it's also important because it's the right thing to do and being able to show and build a platform. And I get, uh, uh, feedback from kids that, love what I'm saying about race. Um, I had to be an anti-racist, how to be an ally and love what I'm saying about uh, my clothing brand's uh, values. It's, it's really cool. Well, I, you know, I will be the first person to sign up for a cam for next uh, prime minister. If you're going to go into, into, into politics, <laughs> I'm so excited to see uh, how far you're going to take this. Um, but you have my full endorsement as being the person to do it. I just so, so impressed. And I hope that other youth and other parents are inspired to know that we can all participate. And my optimism, literally, I, I mean, I don't know if literally is the right word here, but um, when I feel that some of the world experiences feel overwhelming to me and I, I, I can get down when I look at everything globally, and the thing that brings me optimism is youth. It's like, give it to them. Step down, adults. Hand it over sooner. These people know what they're doing. We need to get out of our positions of power and hand over the reins immediately. I get such optimism from working and listening and dealing with youth because I, I think most of you people have your heads together and you're moving us in a better direction than the generation uh, ahead of you. So I, I apologize on behalf of all old people that have done terrible things, but uh, please keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's, it's incredibly important and inspiring. Thank you. Do you have anything that you wish that I would have asked you that I didn't get to cover here? And uh, let me let me just make sure that you feel complete. Yeah, no, I think it was a really good chat. Uh, yeah, I talked about travel, talked about all my all the things that I'm doing, and I hope that I was able to inspire youth and help adults today.
I, I'm, I'm sure you did. I could go, I could probably just pick your brain on each one of those countries and the, what you did, what you ate, where you stayed, but we will save that for another day. Um, let me just toss it back to you and say, where can people find you? Um, yeah, take, take a moment here to, to push out all your handles and things, and I'll put them in the show notes. Yeah, uh, you can find me at OG Camedy on Instagram. I think it's Camedy or Cameron D on YouTube. And then it's, uh, those are all my socials, I think. <laughs> I'm not, oh, around RTW Cameron or Cameron Travels on Facebook. That's- okay. Those are my say so. We'll 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 put we'll put them up in the uh, in the show notes. And so uh, just and just another shout out. Go check out the merchandise. Not o- it's very well designed. It's beautiful <laughs> stuff, and proceeds go to an important cause. So I thank you for doing all that too. Uh, so back to school shopping, people. Let's uh, let's let's <laughs> go season. support Cameron. All, <laughs> all right, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. As you know, it takes a village to make a podcast, so thanks to my team, including Max Cotter, my editor and technician, as well as the crew at H2O Digital. This podcast was recorded in Toronto, Canada. We acknowledge the land we are meeting on is the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat people, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit and Métis. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 with the Mississaugas of the Credit. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 